Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Lou. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. How are you doing? I am sending you infinite love and light and hope you're staying home, staying healthy and safe. Our inner dialogue is the blueprint that constructs our life. What kind of inner dialogue are you having right now? Feelings are at the root of our lives. How are you dealing with your challenging feelings such as anxiety, stress, self-doubt, and pain? How we deal with these challenging emotions will absolutely determine the quality of our life. I challenge you this week to focus on how your life should be about love instead of fear. Focus on having connection with family, personal growth, contribution, and fun. Even in difficult times, you can still access life's greatest joys. It is still possible to grow you into that extraordinary you because you were born to be. This is why I invited my guest today, Jasmine Tarani, a licensed mental health counselor. She is a life therapist in private practice since 2007, who holds two master's degrees from Columbia University and is the author of the book, Extraordinary Mommy. She's here today to share some tips on handling stress and anxiety, and I hope you enjoy our conversation. Thank you so much for being here, Jasmine. Of course, of course. I'm happy to be here. Ah, it's a crazy world right now, and we need more people like you. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's very, very surreal. I kind of feel like I've been preparing for this my whole life on some level. That's awesome. So you help your clients uh, reduce anxiety and stress. So tell us about what are some of the best ways to handle stress and anxiety? In general, or right now, or all of the above? All of the above. So I like to think of our inner world as similar to our outer world, right? So in our, on our planet, there's, it's not always a sunny day, right? Sometimes there's stormy weather, sometimes there's tsunamis, sometimes there's a hurricane, and that's part of the, the perfection, or that is the perfection of our planet, right? We need all of it. Because if it was always a sunny day, we'd, we'd burn up and die. Like, we need that balance. And equally, it's not always a sunny day inside of us. And sometimes we have stormy weather inside of us. Sometimes we're stressed and we have anxiety and pain and sadness and fears and doubts and all this kind of dark, dark, mucky stuff inside of us. And I think that as a society, we haven't really been taught how to deal with it. You know, you look through the whole school systems and I feel like there's certain skill sets that are so fundamental to existence that we're not being taught in schools. And one of is how do you deal with your uncomfortable feelings? How do you love better, love yourself and each other? How do you deal with money? I feel like those are kind of three important skills that people aren't being taught in school. And those are kind of the foundation of a lot of the work that I do. So really learning how to deal with the stress and the anxiety at the time is understanding that what's going on inside of us is worthy of attention and love and that whatever we've been doing to avoid it or distract from it or not feel it is, is just a band-aid. And I, I feel like that we're in this time right now is this beautiful opportunity for awakening. It's like dark and painful and scary and all these things, but that should we be really intentional about 
working through these feelings and letting ourselves have these feelings and learning how to relate to them differently, then we could come out the other end of this being a better version of ourselves from when we started. So this is the opportunity, right? I, if we see it. I really think so. I, I, it's, it's uncomfortable and it's painful to say that, but I, I do think that our biggest challenges are our big, our truest gifts. I mean, my mom actually died tragically in a car accident and it was just, you know, one day she was there and one day she wasn't. And she was like the center of my universe. And I mean, from the moment that it happened, I knew it was a gift on some level. Like this is, you get to deal with your pain and you get to deal with yourself and you get to grow from this in ways that you never thought you could. And I think that we've lived in this illusion that we have control and that our future, we have some sense of I don't know, control over where our future is going to be or what's going to happen. And, and the truth is that it's always been an illusion. But when we live with the assumption that we have some control, then we're attaching ourselves to a, a, an illusion. And now all of a sudden the illusion is being lifted. And it's like, okay, now you, don't, now you know you don't have any control. Can you be with yourself? Can you deal with yourself? Can you sit in an uncertainty and breathe through it and soothe yourself and love yourself and be okay? Mm, I'm sorry to hear about your mom, but you are very brave and I really honor your bravery. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I think a lot of stress and anxiety right now is caused by people feeling they're out of balance, right? They're out of your, their normal schedules and routines and it's, it's hard to find balance. So what is your response to people who say balance isn't possible right now? I think that anything... We, different people have different value systems. I, I happen to highly value balance. I'm a Libra. I don't know if that has anything to do with it and balance. But I think that it all comes from our intentions. So, you know, there's like a, a small picture and then there's a big picture. And for example, like with this homeschooling, I know you've got your daughter at home. I've got my kids at home. And there's, people are approaching it in different ways. Like some people are like super rigid about the scheduling and doing all these things. And for me, it's figuring out what are the things that are most important right now and then focusing on those only and, and filtering out the noise. I think that there's so much noise of what anybody else is doing or what you should be doing or all the tragedies and all the horrible things that are happening and, under, and, and the noise that's going on inside of you, right? It's like, how do you develop a practice? For me, the balance comes from, or the intention is to actually be with myself and to deal with myself and to make practices. Like I don't hang out with my kids until 10 a.m. They're watching TV and that's okay with me and making that okay because those hours in the morning I'm taking to myself, I'm exercising and I'm meditating and I'm journaling and I'm doing what it takes for me to center myself so that when I am with them, they're getting the best version of them as possible. But it's a priority. It's like if you have your, your, a glass, if your time is like a glass, and you were to put in either rocks or pebbles or sand, if you had to fill up that glass and you had to put all three of those, op those things in there, you have to put in the rocks first and then the pebbles and then the sand. And so in order to achieve balance or achieve inner peace or to be able to handle yourself, you need to put that self-care practice in first. Those are your rocks and they go in first because when you fill it up with sand, there's no more room for the rocks. Oh, I love that analogy. Thank you so much. And I think us moms, yeah. we're feeling a lot of self-doubt and mom guilt. You know, are we doing this right? We're doubting ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we all go through those emotions. It's mm -hmm. totally normal. It's just how do we react to them, right? Like you said, 
how do we show up as the best version of ourselves, right? Like for me, that looks like, yes, I have a rigid schedule. I block our time throughout the day in 30-minute increments. However, if she's five minutes late from doing her homework, I'm going to give that flexibility, right? Mm -hmm. So I love that analogy, putting the rocks in first. That's like our non-negotiables so that we are on top of ourselves and therefore the whole family doesn't fall apart. Exactly. And I think also when it comes to the homeschooling thing, before any of this happened, I was always interested in, in like world schooling my kids and I was reading books about it. And something that I found really fascinating about it was the idea that when you're educating your child, you have to think about who is the kind of person that you want to help them to create in this world or who they're going to become, right? And what are the values that you instill? And so schools are trying to educate the masses. They have routines, they have schedules, they have all these things so that they can get all 20 of these kids to learn this information. But if your value system about what it is that's important, do you want to have kids who are adaptable or resilient or go with the flow? I don't know, whatever the values are that you have for your kids are more important than following the schedule that the school is giving you because they're your kids and this is your time and it's more important for this time to be pleasant and growing and connecting and loving than to, you know, if your kid goes along with the schedule, oh my God, amazing. My kids are like fighting every single time. I'm like, it's time to do this. And they're like, no. And so it's, it's learning how to, for me, the value of actually getting along and having it be like a lovely connected experience is more important than like sticking to whatever the rigidity of whatever I think that the teachers want me to do. What are your tips on handling self-doubt right now? I mean, not just for moms, but for all the ladies in general. Mm, I think that we all have this voice in our heads that there's, there's like a natural not enough voice that we all have, which makes us human and it makes it us evolve, right? Like if our minds are naturally problem solvers, and so they're always looking for some problem to solve, which makes us grow as humans. It makes us be, become better versions of ourselves. But it's learning how to understand that that not enough voice or you should do better or that you didn't do it well enough isn't our truth, right? And to really start to understand that just because you think it doesn't mean it's true and that there's this voice in our head that we can't really shut off. And it's developing that mental muscle to learn how to not listen to it and not believe it and soothe it. And I even take it one step further to become a loving parent to it. Like, you're okay. I love you. You're doing a good job. It's what's going on in this moment. Are you okay in this moment? Then that's all that matters. And really bringing it to that, to that stillness. Mm -hmm. And because having those thoughts, we're going to have feelings, right? Feelings of anxiety and stress. Mm -hmm. Why are these feelings important? So coming back to that idea of like the yin and the yang of the planet and what goes on inside of us is that it's not always a sunny day inside of us, right? And so understanding that right now we're given, we're being given a beautiful opportunity to, to learn how to deal with ourselves. And I like to think of our stress level on like a scale from zero to 10, right? And so zero is like totally blissed out and meditated and whatever. And 10 is like, oh my God, you want to jump off the bridge, you know? And, and to be able to take inventory as to where you are on that scale and to think, okay, well, if I'm at a three or if I'm at a seven, like if you're at an eight, something tiny can throw you to a 10, right? It's like your kid says they don't want to put on their shoes and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, because you're hanging out at a 10. 
And so I think that we have this beautiful opportunity right now to really start taking paying attention to where we are on the scale and then developing the skills to breathe, to meditate, to center, and to be bringing ourselves down that scale intentionally and have that be the only focus of your life right now is how do I, or at least the primary, like the rocks of my life right now is how do I make sure that that scale is con constantly coming back down and knowing that my building of that muscle and soothing myself and breathing myself through it is the, the most important skill that I can be developing. Oh, absolutely in agreeing with you. However, right now I see a lot of people are not really doing the inner work. They're having meltdowns because they're simply escaping into social media, like glued mm -hmm. to their devices and seeking short-term pleasure, mm -hmm. right? And then, you know, when they get enough of the news, they would probably right. run to the bathroom and start crying or having a meltdown or a resort to alcohol and things like that. Right, totally. What are your thoughts on those like tough emotions? Should we let them out or how should we deal with them? Well, I think it's twofold. Um, I've been talking to a lot of my clients about this concept of like, I don't watch horror movies, right? Particularly, like, I don't watch anything that's scary or upsetting before I go to bed. That's just like a filter that I have that I don't want to put that into my mind or brain or whatever. And so equally, it's putting filters in your external noise and deciding I, I currently only look at any news source. I have one news source. It compiles all the information. It gives me everything I need. I watch it. I look at it once a day. And then I'm like in my, my bubble of peace and connection and presence with my children and myself. And it's not always easy and it's not always fun, let's be clear. But, but I'm very clear about the boundaries of what kind of noise that I'm going to let in right now because it's hard enough to deal with myself and then having to deal with all of the, like, the collective crazy is too much, right? And so number one is filtering out that noise and, and not watching horror movies. Um, and two is understanding that we need to give ourselves the time to release. Like I'm a proponent of crying all day long if you need to, or like making time to be with yourself and let it out and let it release. And it's part of a spiritual purging, right? It's like, I've done 10 day silent meditation retreats, which I think are very similar to this. And it, I find it fascinating when you're in a meditation retreat and you can't make eye contact, there's no stimulus, there's nothing, it's just you with you. And all of a sudden you're happy, then all of a sudden you're sad, and then all of a sudden you're angry, and then all of a sudden you're elated, and all of a sudden you're enlightened. And then all of a sudden, there's all these like plethora of things that go on inside of you. And the, the practice is to be with it and to let it move through you. And stop running for something else so that you can feel differently versus just becoming a loving parent to whatever it is that's going on inside. And knowing that that's part of the journey and then letting that all flow through you is going to be part of the, the growth that you're going to experience from it. Mm, I love that. What other tips do you have for our listeners to reduce our anxiety and stress right now? So I actually created a 14-day challenge. It's a stress less and love more challenge. And so each day you can do it via email. I'll give you the link. It's designed for mothers, but it's really, the, there's only one day of the challenge that has anything to do with your children. <laughs> it's like a self-reflection of like how to recenter and how to return to what matters most in all the crazy. I like to think of it as like, rather than being up in the waves and like trying to like battle the waves and like you have water in your face and you're like, 
and you're trying to get through the waves. It's how to bring yourself down to the stillness at the bottom of the ocean and how to build that muscle. So the idea is to give yourself, you know, 5, 10, 20, whatever, however many minutes you can a day to do the prompts. And there's there's a prompt where I give some information, some sharing, and then there's three questions. And it's supposed to be about going within and finding your own answers. I think at this time, we're always looking outside of ourselves for our answers or solutions or somebody to give us some sort of certainty. Whereas right now, what we really need to know is that all of the answers we need are true. Yes, all the uncomfortable work of inner work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's the intention of this is to guide you through that inner work so that you don't have to do it alone and that you have some kind of practice and grounding of that self-care that you start your day. You don't put on your, I mean, a lot of people are doing it in the morning where they don't, they don't look at any of their emails or they don't deal with certain things. And then you're centering yourself for your day. Cause we, we respond to the day, like it's such reactive. We get up, we get on the phone, we start responding, we start doing emails, we start doing that. It's like, no, like set your intention Recent yourself, bring your anxiety scale down to zero, and then begin your day with clarity, with purpose, with intention versus just like getting up and like doing whatever. I love that. Intention, clarity, and have an easy peasy day. Not necessarily easy peasy, but it's definitely easier. That's our intention, right? (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite quote? Oh, that's a good question. It's a Marianne Williamson quote. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine, as children do. As we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Wow. Yeah, that's a good one, right? Thank you so much for sharing. So where can our listeners find you at, Jasmine? Sure, my website, jasminetarani.com. I guess you probably have it to post. And there I actually have free meditations. So if you want to learn how to meditate, there are little five-minute meditations, which I recommend learning how to, this is a great time to learn to meditate. And I'll also give you the link um, to sign up for the 14-day challenge so that you have the prompts and take that time for yourself to recenter everything. I'll be sure to include those in the show notes. Thank you. Of course. Thanks so much for having me. This is lovely. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Liu Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal-setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 